On this Aviation Special, we sit down with three fantastic members of the SCN The Nine for 2021. Jen Steihart, Erica Williams, and Sarah Beth Mullins talking about where they are in the industry, how they got here, and where they see the AV industry headed. All that and more next on this Aviation Special. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an AV Nation special. SCN The Nine for 2021, part three. This is Tim Albright with an AV Nation special, taking a look at SCN's The Nine, uh, the annual list of the nine uh, most up-and-coming young AV professionals in the industry, our buddy, uh, Megan Dutta from System Contractor News puts together the list. We sit down with all nine of them, uh, not all at the same time, because my brain is not capable of talking to nine people at the same time, uh, which thankfully today, uh, this is probably one of, if not my favorite, uh, one of these that I've gotten to do in the last couple of years. Uh, I'm calling them my super group, and you'll find out why. First and foremost, uh, straight off of a wonderful uh, honeymoon and just that way down Highway 70 for me, Erica Williams from Henderson Engineers. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Uh, Erica, you can see her every six or seven weeks uh, on AV Week, so she's one of our, our what we call our regulars. Uh, Sarah Beth Mullins, I have interviewed uh, with the uh, Women in AV a Month. She is all the way over uh, in Paris, France. She is a doctoral student at Sorbonne University, and I'll let her, the other interview, talk about some of the incredible things she's doing uh, at Notre Dame, but welcome, ma'am. Ah, thank you. Happy to be here. All right. And last but not least, I am, I cannot tell you how excited I am uh, about this young lady. I get to interview her uh, for the first time. Her name is Jen Steinhardt. She is with Audio Visual Associates by way of New Jersey. Welcome, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So, uh, Erica, I want to start with you on this. Um, you know, one of the things about about the nine, by the way, congratulations to all three of you uh, for making that incredible, incredible honor. Uh, lots of really great uh, AV professionals have, have been uh, have made this list over the years. Um, Erica, when you look back and, and you find out how or, or describe how you got involved in the industry and how you kind of you know ended up where you are today. Um, it's the same old story as a lot of people as I just kind of stumbled on it. Um, I was working at Henderson in uh, entry levels, uh, help desk position. Um, and the, the guy that we had that was doing AV, he um, switched to a different company. Um, so we kind of had a little bit of a hole and I was just drawn to it. And I, you know, I, I had been working with, with him a little bit, learning, you know, about our uh, video on demand and recording trainings and stuff. So I'd already had a little bit of exposure and I was like, I think I really like this. So I just dug my heels into the ground and, and took off running and it's just kind of exploded since then. And, you know, we, we've, our company as a whole has grown over the years. So um, the need for uh, proper support with AV specialty is really important. So it's kind of been organic growth, but it's been really great. Really quickly, because I want to, I want to define something for folks. Because when I first met you um, and found out you worked for Henderson Engineers, I'm like, okay, so you know, she, she, you know, she works and she does. She either engineers AV systems. You, you are um, equivalent to a, a higher ed tech manager, right? So you, you provide the support and the design internally for Henderson Engineers, not necessarily externally for some of their systems. Is that accurate? 
Yeah, that's correct. Um, so we, for the AV that I do, uh, you could consider it kind of an in-house integrator. Um, I'm the manager of AV and collaboration, so I am part of the IT management group for the company Henderson Engineers. Um, we do have an internal technology group that does do AV design and AV engineering and security systems, but I am not part of that group. I'm not that smart. Um, <laughs> yes, just kidding. Right. I couldn't do the math. I couldn't do the math. Way too much math for that degree for me. Um, but, but yeah, so I do um, for our corporate offices. We have 12 offices across the country. So I'm responsible for our almost 80 conference rooms and making sure that people's laptop cameras are connecting to Zoom properly and doing all that kind of internal AV support and currently trying to figure out the best way to roll out Zoom rooms across the across the company. So it's been a, a fun, fun thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and um, you know, ha having that, having the ability to kind of see both sides of that and, and being in, inside of AT years ago, you know, that watching that, that transition from a, 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 you know, tech manager who was under the AV department, quote unquote, and how, like you said, you work for, with the IT staff, you know, that, that, that transition has been interesting to watch. Uh, Sarah Beth, I, I mentioned the fact that we've, we've you know, kind of got your full story about a month or so ago. Uh, give, give folks kind of a, an overarching view of, you know, how you as an AV professional not only got involved in the industry, but also how you ended up in, in Paris. Right. Um, well, like I told you last time, I, I think the ultimate reason I got into it was because I've got uh, blood in the industry. Uh, my father is a consultant uh, in AV, and I grew up listening to him talk about sound um, around the dinner table, so to speak. Um, so as I was starting to choose what I wanted to do with my music degree, um, I got reinvolved and reintroduced with the Avixa Foundation, um, and kind of that was my entry point back into the world of AV um, and the more technical side of sound. Um, so did some consulting for a while, discovered a passion for acoustics, um, realized if I wanted to pursue that passion, I'd need to uh, do continuing education beyond what I initially had. Um, so I ended up first in Scotland and now here in Paris pursuing um, a doctoral degree um, in acoustics uh, and also with a heavy side dose of technology. So um, I suppose in total, you could call me a bit of a multidisciplinarian when it comes to sound. And just because I think it's fascinating and it's cool, explain to folks what you're doing to get your, your uh, PhD, the, the actual, you know, what you're studying and, and the things that you're doing. Right. Yeah. So the thesis is uh, reconstructing the acoustic heritage of Notre Dame Cathedral. Uh, using historically informed simulations. So I'm one member of a very large team of scientists and social scientists who are um, studying sort of the cultural heritage um, or the patrimony, so to speak, of uh, the cathedral in both France's culture and the world. All right, Jen, um, I have watched you on Twitter, I think, at least over a year now. Um, and I, I think before then, before we started recording, somebody called you elusive and I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, but you just, your posts are, are, are fascinating. They're, they're, you know, somewhat, they're, they're, they're geeky, but they're hard, they're, they're just fat. They're just freaking awesome. And I think you and I have ended up on a couple of, of our, my buddy, Chris Netto's, uh, happy hours together. Just so fo if folks are, are interested, you know, how, 
How did you get involved in the industry and how did you land in AV? So I feel like I fell into AV, but I've been thinking about this a lot lately and I actually think I've been ignoring the signs for a long time that everything that I've done has been heavily involved in system and processes. I, from sales and marketing to um, working in retail with social relationships, um, personal training I did for a little while, which is essentially you're, you're designing the human body and helping people achieve their goals and pain points. So each step of the way, um, and even uh, I did my master's in sociology just before I jumped into AV, which is essentially you're looking at patterns of social behavior and structures. And um, so now I'm here in AV and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I feel like I finally found my match. So this is, this, <laughs> I, I'm trying to make the, the connection here between sociology and AV. And, and there, there's a couple jokes I could make there uh, because I know some sociopaths in AV. Um, but, <laughs> but, but one of them may or may not be the aforementioned Chris Netto. Um, but <laughs> in, in all seriousness, how did you like, like, what did that jump look like? That's where it feels like I fell into the AV. So uh, a lot of my research when I was in sociology was on gender identity, uh, but also looking at the uh, relationships and the social interaction between retail workers and customers. So looking at what kind of um, rituals and behaviors um, happened, how did that kind of affect, which is more into the psychology than the sociology. Um, for those who aren't really that familiar, sociology is not necessarily the same as social work. Uh, sociology is the study of society. Right. If that helps. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, this this is a question for all three of you, and, and Erica, we'll we'll start with you on this. You know, I I purposely wanted to get the the three of you together. Not you know, um, there are other. Uh, women uh, on on the, the SCN the nine. Um, two of you I, I've interviewed before. Jen again, uh, very incredibly excited to to be able to, to interview this time. But I wanted to get your three kind of conversation about diversity and about you know what the industry looks like today, and what the three of you hope it to you know what you hope it to look like you know by the time that you are you know retiring and, and putting down you know um, whatever version of protractor and compass we have. In 30 years, um, so Erica, what you know? Talk for a second about you know the importance of diversity and the importance of representation uh, in the industry. Sure, um, I will sidebar really quick though, um, because Jen made a really good point, and that's one of the things that I love most about uh, working in AV. Is for a while I considered going into psychology and human behavior, and one of my favorite things about AV is being able to use technology and and AV to enhance the the human behavior experience and the communication experience between people so that's awesome um, but that also does go into diversity um, I know that Jen and I've had multiple conversations about this before about neurodiversity and paying attention to um, the way that you know not just the, the the monitors that you're plugging in or the cameras you're plugging in but the entire workplace or the entire classroom um, truly paying attention to that experience because I mean that's what this is supposed to be about right um, so as we continue to move on, um, I think it'll be really important for um, 
for people to start to emphasize that more and to bring it up at the beginning of the design process and to try to get more involved in the space planning process when you're looking at new spaces or redesigns, uh, because that is going to, I mean, it's going to make the overall experience for people communicating with each other better, but it's also going to make people more productive. They're, they're going to be more comfortable. Um, it's just, it's creating a better world. Um, so I, I think that's a, a big thing. Um, and obviously, you know, for me working at an engineering firm in the Midwest, um, it is, it is, uh, it's, it's a, it's an industry that is, is largely dominated by, uh, white males. Um, fortunately we're starting to see that shift. Um, and we are starting to see that shift in AV as well. Um, I did go through some of the previous, the SEI, SE and the nine winners, and you can see over the past quite a few years, the the way that the, the demographic of the industry is changing and the, the types of people that the industry is starting to draw in. Uh, so I just am hopeful that we continue on that trajectory uh, because I'm the, the voices of diversity matter and that's what makes all of us better. Sarah Beth, you know, same kind of, oh, go ahead, Jen. Oh, no, I was going to say, I, I think that it, the topics of diversity seem really, really scary at first, and that the path of, of diversity, equity, and inclusion um, is something that I think we're finally, we still have a long ways to go. Um, but if anything, looking at the, the class this year, uh, male, female, all sorts of identities. Um, and so the, the more that we can talk about this stuff, uh, the the more we're going to grow as both AV professionals, but also as companies as well. Can I jump on that equity thing really quick? Because um, it reminded me of something that I, I can't remember which virtual conference I was attending, but uh, one of the speakers kept mentioning um, like technology equity, remote working equity. And I think something that a lot of people don't take into consideration is that you know, you do have your C-suite people who are bringing in the big bucks and they can hire an integrator to come in their home and they can set up this awesome office. But then there's the employee who, I mean, you don't know their home circumstances. Maybe they have five kids and their 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 spouse, their spouse just got laid off um, and they can't afford to buy that fancy equipment. And so organizations figuring out how to be better about remote working equity in that sense that you know, sure, the CEO has to look a certain way and present a certain way, but, you know, the person who can't afford to buy all that stuff or to hire somebody to come in doesn't, you know, shouldn't feel like they're not as good or good enough because that's just going to affect their morale in the end. Well, and to, to the other part of that is is they need to be valued as a contributor, whether they're working remote or they're working in person. And, you know, if they can't afford, you know, not only equipment, but, you know, higher speeds, you know, I, I made them, um, you know, we, you, you, we've had several different people over the years, um, of doing AB, AB week and AB nation where, you know, um, you can tell that the connection is not the greatest in the world. Right. And then that depends on not only location, but also, you know, connection speeds and stuff like that. Um, you know, we, we've interviewed folks, um, from Uganda, you, we've interviewed folks from India, we've interviewed folks from, uh, France, you know, with Sarah Beth, you know, now, uh, with the UK and different parts of the U S. Um, and each of one of those has a different infrastructure, right? Um, my buddy, Josh Schrago, uh, is he and I have had long conversations about the infrastructure specifically in the U S and the equity disparity, just in connectivity, 
right? Um, whether you're talking about, you know, the urban connectivity or even, you know, rural connectivity, there's absolutely, you know, a disparity there. Uh, Sarah Beth, I want to get your take on, on what, you know, not only the makeup of the industry, but also the importance of, of representation, you know, both, both in the States as well as, as abroad in the industry. Right. Well, I'll try not to take your uh, comment about internet speeds to heart, Tim. I do apologize. I'm working with, with the best that I've got here. <laughs> um, you know, I think, I think as technologists, we tend to have this really myopic view of what our role in the world is. I think we focus a lot on gadgets. We focus a lot on tech. We think of ourselves as the part of the greater STEM community. Um, but I really think that's a false understanding of what we do as AV professionals. Um, I think when you get down to it, the fundamental thing we do is we facilitate stories. We don't know when we're going into a space, if we're creating a space for teaching, for community building, for healing. I mean, the the scope, the markets that we touch in AV are so vast and so diverse that we really have to stop thinking of ourselves as a purely tech solution based industry. And because we're in diverse fields, I think the issue of diversity in the people who work inside our field really becomes much more important than you might otherwise think. Um, the way humans interact with technology, the way humans interact with computers, with screens, with audio equipment, all of that is fundamentally influenced by their prior experiences with technology, with technologists. Um, if we don't have a wealth of experience of those prior interactions, within our own pool of, of workers, I think we're the poorer for it because we can't actually have that imagination to see what we do and its possibilities in, in new applications. So I think for me, when I think about diversity um, in AV, you know, there's, there's a human interest. I want people like me, people who are not, shall we say, the typical um, technology worker, uh, to feel comfortable in the industry, but I think even on kind of a macro level, uh, our field is better when there's more background, when there's more diversity, when we include more people in the design process. Um, so that's kind of, that's my platform, that's the thing that I'm always on about on, on my online uh, presences, because I just really hate to see our imaginations hampered by um, a lack of vision to understand what we can be, um, not just to the markets, but also as a community of professionals ourselves. Yeah. This is this is for all any, any of the three of you. Do you do, what do you think this last year has done to our interaction with technology? As Sarah pointed out, you know those a year ago or two years ago, let's say, you know, um, my dad, who's in his 70s now, would have never considered doing a, a doctor's appointment by Zoom. Uh, and he's had probably three or four of them at this point, right? 
because that's that's kind of what we all went to. What, what do you think the last year in the pandemic itself and lockdown has done to you know our interaction, but also our expectations of not just technology in general, but of audio and video connections? I will say this may not be the answer you're looking for, but one of the positives of using technology and of 2020 has been um, for me being neurodiverse myself, getting out, getting to trade shows, meeting people and networking can be a really big challenge because you're dealing with a lot of sensory issues, a lot of new environments and things like that. And being able to have uh, Zoom calls and do AV happy hours and having a huge community building through Twitter with uh, AV and the AM and things like that, um, that if anything we've learned from 2020 is that, um, you know, technology has our back. And, uh, you know, if you have the right people behind it, you can do a lot of really amazing things. Of course, you can get zoomed out with too many calls. And I think that, or at least I hope that learning when it could be an email versus a meeting has gotten a little bit better. But Well, and when it can one. be an email and not a <laughs> Zoom call too. So that's a whole nother, that's a new, an entirely new meme. So, you know. All right, thank you all so much. Erica Williams from Henderson Engineers. Well, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. And how do people connect with you or Henderson if they are so inclined? Uh, definitely check out uh, hendersonengineers.com. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff going on, um, and maybe you'll find your place with us. I think you'd really like it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at HaircutFW, or can connect on LinkedIn. Um, I'm no longer the one with the orange shirt. Now my shirt is purple and my hair's long. So um, there's a lot of Eric Williams's out there, but just look for Henderson Engineers and hopefully we can connect. Yeah, absolutely. That, that orange shirt was, was a nice trademark for a while though. Uh, Sarah Beth, uh, thank you, ma'am. Uh, if I remembered any of my three years of French, I would say something to you, but I don't. Um, so <laughs> thank you. And how do people connect with you? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I suppose like Erica, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I believe I'm the only Sarah Beth Mullins there, so uh, I don't have any tricks uh, for finding me. Um, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Sarah Beth Mullins, also just my first and last name. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're interested in my research, I'd, I'd love to connect with you on a one-on-one -on -one, uh basis i'm i'm very much a nerd and love talking about sound so yeah if if you are anywhere in the in the matrix to use her words of his history buff and audio geek you need to talk to sarah about it. i'm just just, just going to put that out there all right uh jen steinhart you have absolutely made my day and my month and my and my year i am not even kidding you um i'll tell on myself i i i didn't realize when i realized when when i got the email from from my buddy uh, Meg Dutta, um, Megan Dutta, she's going to kill me for saying, calling her Meg. Um, I, I didn't realize that the Jen Steinhardt was, was the, the, the nerdy girl AV until I like made two. And I don't even remember how I made the connection between your Twitter handle and who you were. So yeah, you absolutely made my week. So in my, in my year. So thank you. Uh, how do people connect with you, um, uh, online or, or wherever? First of all, I just want to say you've you've made my day, my year. So I mean, I feel like it's mutual. <laughs> there we go. Um, 
You, you can find me. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram uh, at NerdyGirlAV. I'm also on LinkedIn, or if you don't feel like searching for those, you can go to nerdygirlav.com and you can find uh, all of my social platforms for there. And then if you're looking for um, uh, my company, it is avaonline.com. All right, very good. So Not again, my company. Yep. Uh, <laughs> again, congratulations to all three of you uh, and the rest of the nine. Uh, this will be the last one, so uh, all nine of you. Um, if you're going to Infocom uh, in Orlando, um, no judgment if you are, no judgment if you're not, I'll be there. And if you're a part of the nine, uh, yeah, let, let's connect. Uh, so thank you all guys so much. Um, you can check out all of their articles on uh, avnetwork.com. That's avnetwork.com and our buddy Megan Dutta uh, over at SCN. For us, for our website, you can go by avnation.tv. Uh, That's avnation.tv. Find this recording and the other two uh, of the other rest of the nine, uh, all that and more, at avnation.tv. Thank you.